Guys, um, I forgot to uh, tell you something. <laughs> you know, like all those podcasts we've been recording since like July, like every week we've been, we did like the Spider-Man special, the Matrix specials. Yeah. We did an yeah. episode on June. We did the episode looking forward to 2022. Um, I accidentally uh, deleted all of them. You ah. fucking knobhead. Um, so none of them have been uploaded. That makes sense, doesn't That's it? That's why we haven't been getting any followers and aren't famous yet. Yeah, so like the audience hasn't actually, if they've been listening since the beginning, haven't actually heard us for months. We, we're gonna, we're gonna have to do it all again. <laughs> Damn. Take right, two. Makes we're, gonna, we're gonna have to roll it back to July. <laughs> Has it really been that long since we've done a podcast? Yeah, it was like. June, yeah. That's nuts. What on earth? Wait, that's ju- crazy. Ju- June or Dune? <laughs> <laughs> the the <Okay>. month. <laughs> D- Dune, yeah. The, the month. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. We're back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like we never left. Yes, man. I'll be your host for the first one of the year. Happy New Year. Oh, happy New Year, Ben. I'm your host, Ben. You Joining me as always is... Dan. James. And Christian. So, guys, we've got a lot to do. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what we've decided to do, really, is uh, just continue doing Timeless or Trash and I've Never Seen and whatever else we can think of on the YouTube channel and put more effort into editing those. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe not so much effort in editing 90-minute so if you thought that the podcasts were shit out before, whoa, <laughs> wait till you can only hear them. <laughs> anyway, should we start? <laughs> yeah, so films, yeah. Like, just just a quick one. Since we've last done anything, there's been some really good films come out. Like, you know, there's been some yeah. really shit films, but we've had some actually really good stuff come out in these past few months. No, that's that's true, yeah. Well. Like Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that like eight times. It was great. Off the top of my head, we've had uh, obviously June, we've had Spider Man, and we've had The Matrix. Um, we've had Ghostbusters. We've had, we've had James, oh God, a James yeah. Bond film. Also, we've had oh, since yeah, we've last recorded a podcast. podcast. I think yeah, we've had three Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we actually have. Yeah, I think we might have had four. Did when did Black Widow come out? Did that come out while we were still doing podcasts? We didn't oh, speak God, about did Black Widow on. Uh, yeah, we podcast. didn't cover it on any of the podcasts. No, no. God, we've missed so, we've so, missed so, a lot of big films. We stopped making so, our film, you, and, film I, and TV I, podcast when there was tons of film and TV. What, what, Some of the what, biggest what's films the last, ever. What's the last Marvel thing we talked about? Falcon and the Winter Soldier then? Yeah, it must have been. No, did, did I we think, do anything I think, on Loki? I think we got a little bit of Loki talking. We might have like an episode one. The last podcast we uploaded was Loki, Quiet Place. Oh, those are the main two ones. Yeah, I think the Mandalorian finale maybe as well. Was that two? Was that last year? I don't know. No, no, no. Because we spoke. I I spoke about the Mandalorian finale in the last podcast. Oh, Uh, that's why I remember. We did. Yeah, Yeah, we 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 talked. (laughs) I remember now. We talked about the first like two episodes of Loki, and then we're like, oh yeah, and on the next podcast, we'll we'll probably do a roundup and tell you what we thought. So, um, sorry. 
What, what, did, what did we, we think of Loki? Wrong. What did we all think about the Loki finale? <laughs> Keeping no. it um, contemporary, you know, relevant. I, I mentioned this off air to Ben and Christian and one of our other friends. I, I'm still just not over the fact that Paul Bettany came out in an interview and was like, oh, I can't wait for you to see this big cameo we've got coming up. It's an actor I've always really wanted to work with. I really admire him. And it was himself. Like, what, what yeah, a fucking brilliant. guy. What just an <laughs> awesome dude to do that. I love it. Yeah. I miss that about, like, say what you will about the different shows of Marvel. I loved how just involved everyone was with WandaVision. Like, week to week, there was way more chatter and, like, speculation about that than has been of any of the shows since. I I think it was because, like, it just had that massive air of mystery. And while there's been some sort of, like, speculation with some of the other shows, like, there's never been this big, like, ooh, who is it? Who's this? Because we kind of just know. Yeah, the even biggest in like... mystery with what if was will it be shit again next week? Oh my god! Yeah, pretty no, much. What if was fine. <laughs> like, I thought if... that went down quite well, didn't it? What, it was okay. It's just if, wasted if... potential. I'd say yeah. summed up in two words. Okay. It flip flopped between good and bad. There were some episodes I enjoyed that you guys didn't. There were some that you enjoyed that I didn't. Um, it's just smart. It's just this like flat line. Just that's just Marvel. It's all C grade. <laughs> <laughs> what even spider-man no that's man. something else <laughs> that's a c plus <laughs> uh, <clears throat> i've got a little question for you guys about spider-man i don't know if you want to delve into any bits about this now uh no. this is a spoiler warning for spider-man no way home if this stays in for anyone listening if you've not seen it or want to avoid spoilers like skip to if you've not seen if you've not seen it, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He makes I a mean, fair point. I think pretty much with all any, any film we discuss on this podcast, yeah. uh, we're just going to talk about spoilers yeah. at this point. Like, Sp- Spider-Man came out a month ago. Yeah, that's like, true. Uh, by the time of us recording this, by the time this comes out, it'll be longer. By the time it comes out, it'll be a year. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, fuck the spoiler warnings, whatever. So Toby and Andrew are in this, right? Toby Maguire's Spider-Man now exists in a Marvel Cinematic Universe film. So people are now saying, does that make the Spider-Man 2002 the first MCU film? But here's the question. Marvel Cinematic Universe is universe. That's those films that exist in that universe. Toby Maguire's Spider-Man hopped in from another universe because it's part of the multiverse. Does that make Spider-Man 2002 part of the MCU or not? It's the MCM. Yeah. Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Uh, Do you reckon I'll rebrand it to that? James, who cares? <laughs> ben, who cares about anything we talk about on this fucking podcast? I care. It's all bullshit that we it, waffle on about me, for an yeah, hour after it, we get bored. What? A, yes, sh- sure. Okay, cool. What, what, a, great, was, was, what, what a payoff. I was going to say... Yeah, you I, should probably watch them. I will say that from now on, after this film, knowing what I know, if I ever did a From the Beginning to the current MCU watch through, I would watch through all the Spider-Man films. I, I don't think I'm going to count them just because, just so I can disagree with you, Christian. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah makes sense. conversation. So I have to count X-Men soon. And I then mean, Blade and then oh, Batman Blade. and then like, it'll all count. Are point. we going to have to count Blade? Cause unless, Wesley Snipes shows up in Multiverse of Madness like people think he might. Literally, I think every Marvel character you've ever heard of that's (laughs) appeared in a live-action film has been rumoured for this thing. And I don't don't even think there's any, like, founding to any of these rumours. I fully believe that there will be places like... 
I was going to say screen rant. Screen rant are a bit clickbaity, aren't they? Very. Yeah. Very. So like, I fully believe someone will be sat at screen rant going, we've heard nothing about Blade Wesley Snipes being in this, but fuck it. Let's just write an article on it. Let's just pretend there's a rumor so that we can get clicks because people love that shit. Like you. Yeah, we're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna do an entire article on uh is it, is it Michael Chiklis who played the thing? Oh, sure. That's like, we're, we're gonna do an entire article on Michael Chiklis and how we know that he's gonna be in Multiverse Spider-Man. of Madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah. thing with like um Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in Spider Man. Technically, James, I agree with you. Um Thank you. They're part of it now, which is what was like my that was my favorite aspect of that film. Yeah. It's like how it's basically like somehow been pulled off and I it kind of it makes exists. sense. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't and and, and beyond that, Daredevil and Kingpin are back and better than ever. So many yeah. people have come back where you just I just can't like I still can't believe Michael Keaton's I don't really believe Michael Keaton's coming back <laughs> until I'm sat there looking at him. I don't really I just like the because we've grown, because we like we well us like us four like grew up with like Spider Man and not the not the Keaton Batman ones. Well, Dan did, but like the, I just think it's insane that they that they're back. I think it's more insane that Toby's back. He give he really gives off the vibe that like he was never coming back and leave me alone and I don't want to do it. A, pro- a real Harrison Ford who keeps yeah. coming back for every single he one does of his rebooted franchises. So that's, not that's, that's because Disney have money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just insane. I, just, I I was like, oh well, he's in it, but he's not going to sue. Him. And he, he's right. not even he like phoning it like, in. Well, like yeah. they're 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 really good in this film. Uh, like yeah, like oh. I've definitely said in the past to you guys, and might have said on a podcast before. Like t- Toby could name his price, and Disney were like, well, if he's not in the movie, people are going to be disappointed. So now we're just going to have to pay him. <laughs> Are you disappointed, James, that they are in it? No, no, because like I, <laughs> it's funny that mu- they're not. As in much it. <laughs> as I would love to see like the uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man doing more of his own thing, and I think we are now going to get this going forwards. And going in, I was like a bit worried of like, ah, oh, like are they going to overshadow it? And just no, like they don't. They come in at the perfect time. We get enough of Tom Holland doing his own Spider-Man thing. They do then come in. Maybe around the halfway point, maybe even later than that. I, I think they, it's they, they're just in yeah, it the yeah. perfect amount. If anything, I could have had more of them. I could have, mm. I could have happily enjoyed more of them in this film. There's too much money to be made. Yeah, to not, they'll, they'll be back to not do it again. Yeah, you think yeah. so? It's yeah, too much really. It's, it's the whole like it's that it's because you know a lot's happened. There was a Harry Potter reunion, and I since that last since the last Potter one with Radcliffe. I said that they will bring them back. There's too much money not to be made yeah. to have Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert, and Emma just those three alone to come back in. A I, film. I think I think chances are they'll leave it a few years and then they oh, will yeah. do Curse Child. Oh yeah, they're like another five, ten years. It's, yeah. it's too much money. It's too much money. It's, it's a billion dollar opening weekend. Harry Potter, Radcliffe's mm. back. It'd be insane. It's like we were talking about this. How like what is essentially a solo film in Spider-Man: No Way Home has already beaten. Infinity War at the box office, and it's because nothing sells tickets like nostalgia. Yeah, nothing like a little nostalgia. As I don't know what that's from. It's from The Matrix. <gasps> as mm. a certain character says, nothing like a little nostalgia, something, something or other. Yeah, well, I mean, the film was that memorable, so <laughs> don't blame me for forgetting the actual line. Um, but 
Yeah. Go on, Dan, um, do it. Go into it. Well, Matrix was the other side of this whole nostalgia coin that we're kind of experiencing at the moment. I mean, I enjoyed Spider-Man. I was entertained by it, but it did kind of generate a worry in, in me that this is what films are going to become now, like into the next, in, you know, into the next five to 10 years. We're just going to ride this wave of nostalgia and films will just kind of stretch incredulity to the maximum for stretch credibility to the maximum in trying to tell a story and barely succeeding, but managing to pack in as many like references and, you know, it's things. kind of the third one in the of that year to do it. We had Ghostbusters, Spider Man, oh, exactly, East, exactly. Matrix. I mean, Spider Spider Man's plot. I mean, it was it it was kind of held held together with bits of sellotape and blue tack. Oh thought. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind, It's kind of just drivel. Yeah, <laughs> there are plot holes, and if you pick it apart, it will fall apart. If you think exactly. about it, but we just kind <laughs> exactly. of came to the conclusion of. Who cares? If, because exactly. it's so much fun. If you think about it, if you think about it, and so I just worry for kind of like, you know, storytelling, you know, mainstream storytelling in general. Like there's a craft to it. There's, you know, oh, yeah. there's an appeal to it. And like, hopefully it'll still remain important to audiences that, you know, a film m- makes sense and isn't just full of scenes of their favorite characters. Um, but Anyway, going on to the Matrix, though. <laughs> um, Just before, before you go, did you watch it, Christian, or not? Or do we have to tread lightly? I didn't watch it. <laughs> because I am a very big Matrix fan. And I I was, you know, working at a cinema. I was kind of hoping for an early screening or something. It never happened because things, you know, it's it was Christmas. Things were busy. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man was happening, so it just didn't happen. Um, I was busy, didn't get a chance to see it, and then all of this sort of like bad press and what ha- what I've seen from uh, doing screen checks has just kind of been like, I'll I'll get around to it, baby. Have you eventually. seen the post-credit scene on a screen clean yet? <laughs> I have multiple times, and it is my second. It's the second worst post-credits. What's worse than that? There's how is o- that in a Matrix film? That post-credit scene. <laughs> like, how is that in a Matrix film? That's why. That's why it's like it's it, it, that. It must be the director Lana. Yeah, I think, yeah, Lana, yeah. I think Lana, Lana directed this. Lana one. did this one. Like, it has to be a joke. I, d- I don't that, think it is though. One, I really don't. Bit, I think I think she's quite intelligent. I feel like that one. Maybe I'm just lying. That doesn't necessarily if, if, if mean it's an intentional joke. It's film, missed right? the mark because it's not clearly intentional enough. It feels like it. Like they think this is funny. But like, because like nothing quite hits that low mm. in the film. But that post credit scene. Sorry, but before we carry on, I didn't hear what Christian said was worse post credits. Yeah, that. sorry. The the only post credit scene from working at the cinema that was worse was the second Jurassic World film, uh, Fallen Kingdom. There's a post-credits on that? Yeah, it's like, literally, it's a pterodactyl landing on top of a building and squawking, and then it cuts to black. And the only reason that that's worse is because it's literally like a four-second clip after 18 and a half minutes (laughs) of credits. Now that's great. (laughs) I love it. Because that's what I thought Matrix was going to be, right? So I, on a screen clean, before I'd seen it, uh, I went in and it came up and they were in the border. And I was like, ah, I don't want to see this before I haven't seen it. So I ran out. Then I'm, we're going to have to just do some minor spoiler stuff here. Yeah, that, that, I've already so like, se- 
I've already seen most of the major spoilers. Right, okay. Doing so like screen checks. A big plot point in the Matrix is that Neo is back inside a Matrix, and in this Matrix, he is Thomas Anderson, who in their in this new world, he the first three films, he created them as video games in the world. Years later, they've come to him and said, we want you to make a fourth Matrix game. So it's the whole idea of, oh, you're rebooting the Matrix after all this time. And they have all these meetings of what do people want from a Matrix this long after? Is it bullet time? Is it action? Is it philosophical? Is it the philosophical questions? Ooh, and all this and that. And it's a bit, you know, meta and on the nose. And I thought that we were going to wait this time. The credit scene comes up and it's one last joke of they go, wait, wait, guys, guys, guys. Does anyone really want a fourth Matrix film after this time? Like, why why are we even making this? And someone goes, because it'll make money. And then, like, they almost look to camera and cut to black. You know, one last little funny joke of, oh, does this film not to exist? Holy, like, it's worse. It's so much worse. Yeah, I mean, that first section, that first kind of, like, 45 minutes or so, where it is very meta and it's very kind of, like, it's it's, it's saying something. You don't quite know where it's going with it, but it's... It's kind of clever and interesting. I yeah. didn't mind that. I didn't mm. really mind it. Um, but in retrospect, I I didn't like it as much as I might have done because the rest of the film is what it is. Yeah. And it kind of just completely like goes against all its kind of meta stuff, all its self-referential stuff, and then just goes ahead and makes like a fourth Matrix film. But it's the most like hollow, like nothing Matrix film. Yeah possible there's it's for i mean where where to start with it really i mean for to start with it looks like horrible it looks so 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 cheap it looks like a kind of cheap netflix kind of straight straight to streaming kind of tv show um there's there's nothing like if you think of like the original matrix trilogy it's it has like flair this the cinematography is like really memorable um i mean it didn't help that during this film the new matrix film they kept on flashing back to scenes from the original matrix films and you could directly compare like how one looked and how this new one looks um and the old one just looks so much better uh, the old the old one looked like a film whereas whereas the new one looks like a tv series um Everything was just so like I get that they were going for this like because at the end of um, the revolutions that's the third yeah. one isn't it um, the matrix is rebooted and it's all like a perfect matrix and so the green tinge the matrix tinge is like removed and everything is crisp and perfect and that's the matrix that we see in this new film and I get that that was reflected in like the the look of the film because everything was like pin sharp and crisp and perfect um, but it just was there was nothing to it there's no character to it, it i think just... that's not what we want from a matrix film exactly. it doesn't look matrix it doesn't look, look like the matrix i thought i i kind of thought if they were going to ride this nostalgia train that they were, that they were going to at some point have to go into the old yeah, matrix I think they were going to go back in because they were and talking it, about it at the beginning that this is an old matrix or an old modem and yeah not to and say how too cool much, would have that been? and i thought oh they're gonna have to go back in like for for what it's worth i think this film has some good ideas but that's the problem that's where it stays like they don't like it's just those nice nice ideas of it's so like how 
society's moved on a little bit. It's not just like Force Awakens where it opens up. And it's like, oh, it's the First Order versus the New Republic. That's not Empire versus Rebels. Well, it is though, isn't they do it? Like, like they just yeah. re- hard reset. Whereas this, the, the world has moved on a little bit, and there's slight progress and ideas like that. I like, but just I just. It's just like not the, a good film. I really where, wanted to like it. There's a bit where Keanu, like, I don't want to say too much, Christian. There's a whole bit where Neo says, like, oh, it's everything we did was all for nothing. And then he's shown or told that it's what you did. It's not for nothing. Look what's happened since that third film, which I was really appreciated of. Because, like, when you watch the freaking style, like, it's all a waste of time. Yep. Like, yeah. everything Han, Luke and Leia died for. <laughs> <laughs> was a waste of time yep. oh yeah. my god we rewatched rise basically rewatched rise sky every week oh wow. here we go and anyway, something's so, never changed no, 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 no. <laughs> but like for like the the biggest i say this christian the biggest cardinal sin the matrix this new matrix film <laughs> commits is the action is abysmal yeah i, I was, it's, I was it's just, just it's just not as good as like stuff we've already seen in the matrix i was just about to say you listening to all three you talk about you've hit literally every nail on the head that i've heard from this film like it's a good idea but poorly executed it looks mm. hideous the cgi is terrible the choreography is awful and it's a prime example of why you don't get 50 year olds to do kung fu movies yeah. but that doesn't make any sense though because <laughs> about did john wick. two years ago exactly he, did, he, does he can john do wick three yeah he so can he, do he them. can do it so like but i no. don't quite get what it's because the care happened. hasn't been taken the care just hasn't been taken for this film that there was in the first one where they got them in they gave them time to learn the stunts like practice with them and then do them on set it's all just feels a bit shit out because yeah, i think yeah. overall lana cares about trinity and neo and not to say too much about the plot i think that shows yeah and like it's, it's obvious there's like what it's just like a film of two halves man it's so mm. weird you can see what lana really wanted to do was the first half and, if, and then they must have felt a bit forced mm. to do the second Maybe. half i there's some bits i really enjoyed there's a bit where like Thomas Anderson and Trinity, Neo and Trinity are talking in a coffee shop. Yeah. And they're just having a chat. And I was like, this is so not the Matrix because they're just <laughs> having a conversation in a coffee shop. Yeah. I'm quite into it. <clears throat> and because like, it's just not anything yeah. as we've seen before. So I was like, that's quite curious. But then, yeah. A, like a <laughs> tiny little detail. I was like, there, there you go. There's something that looks a bit more Matrix because they've thought about it and put it in. There's like a re- sort of reverse bullet time at certain points where everyone's frozen in time and there's one person that can move fast. And they put like a nice sort of motion blur that looks of the time and more 90s on it. And I, I like that. That was a nice little idea. They didn't just go, oh, okay, well, he's fast, so he's just moving and everything's what, slow around him. That's what really pisses me off about films today, man. They take a thing that audiences know a lot and they apply it within the, the the context of their world that they would have no like no meaning of bullet time happens like once neo does it once i think he dodges yeah. the bullets mm. once on that roof yeah and you also have that one shot of trinity at the very start where the camera goes through 360 degrees that, yeah that potentially could be deemed as bullet and then time, like so. neo evolves and starts to fly but then in that this new film they talk oh bullet time oh really great bullet time bullet time but, like in the context of your world yeah. it's not a thing yeah <laughs> And the other, I can't think of another example right now, but there's, there is other examples of like the films taking something fans. Like the characters know stuff because the audience know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you wouldn't know that. Oh, there's a bit in the new Bond film where 
M talks about uh, Felix Leiter. It's like, I really respected Felix Leiter and blah, 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 blah. It's like, you wouldn't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a guy. You know, you're the head of MI6. You wouldn't know some bloke in the CIA. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, Bond happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bond did happen. did happen. That happened. Did we all watch Bond? We did. Oh, yeah. Before we watched Bond, I just want to say about The Matrix, two things. One thing that's like such a dumb, stupid little thing that shouldn't bother me, but it does. And I also don't know why they did it. Why have they changed the design of the pills? The pills are so iconic from the first Matrix film where they're just like a little, like they're more of like a, like the uh, fish oil tablets you get where it's just one block and it's see-through and you can see it. They've turned them into actual capsules and pills in this film. Why? It's a crap design. Looks stupid. You didn't need to change it. And then I think what sums up just how sort of like they didn't care about this film nearly as much as the other ones is they didn't shit. They didn't completely bald Keanu Reeves for it. They just gave him a buzz cut. Um, and maybe like he was worried that Keanu was like, I, I've still got a really good hairline. This is what we, I mean. If we wet shave me, it may not come back. Like, just don't do it then. Like, my, I don't know, man. If just do it or don't do it. My, my favorite thing about, uh, I, cause I hadn't seen any of the stuff inside the matrix, uh, like, sorry, outside of the matrix, um, in the trailers. So when, I went in to do a screen check and it was like them outside the matrix and they had the buzz cut. I was like, oh, I, I didn't realize that they were going to shave Keanu's head for this. Surely that had caused some problems for some of the other films he's in. And then I left the screen check, went back to stand on gate, opened my phone. And the first thing I saw was John Wick 4 had been delayed. And I was like, I bet that's because he's got to grow his hair back. <laughs> but, they, like, but then just... Give him a wet shave. Don't just... Oh, whatever. whatever. Like, there's other things... Like, you need to watch Christian because we're going to have to come back to it because there's some, mm. like, spoiler oh, yeah. stuff that I don't know if you would know that I'm dying to talk about. There's one particular <laughs> character or maybe a couple that, like, I just... I have to get off my chest and put, like, on a, on a, on record. <laughs> yeah. There. Like, one certain character in particular that I need to talk about. But, you know, another time. Another time. Should we briefly talk about No Time to Die spoilers? I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. I love spoilers for no time. I I had such a blast with this film. Like it's exactly what for me a new Bond film should be. Of it feels a bit classic, but it's still a modern action film, so it doesn't. It's not Doctor No, thank fuck. It's just I just had so much fun with this film. I really enjoyed it, especially compared to like I've been a bit middling on his. (laughs) like previous outings i loved this film no jay it's even more bizarre that he's not dr no when you watch the film it's bizarre it's so weird that it's not dr no he he was the weakest aspect of that there's so much dr no in this film it's (laughs) utterly baffling that he's not dr no like literally when it opens up and they did the dr no like title card they do the title cards the is the car of that car chase dr no is in it bonds in jamaica like in dr no and i was just like how is this not how is he not Doctor No? And I was like, I couldn't believe it. It could be that like they've actually written it as a as a sort of a as a proper kind of tribute to Doctor No, and it's actually referenced within the script, and then they've so maybe thought, said, like, "Oh, let's there's, there's turn there's it both. down." I, th- I think it's, it's just, just a bit of a hark to old Bond because it's got like, a bunch yeah. from Her Majesty's a... Secret Service in there as well. Yeah, but it's like a full circle thing. Like you could like end it with the first film almost. That'd be cool, especially how it ends. 
It just which, makes less sense. It's not Doctor No. They, <laughs> it's strange. The, the ending was the main thing that I rated. Like, other than that, as not being a Bond fan, it was really long. Nah, this film no. flew by. I it watched it twice in cinemas and I had a great time. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, think it had a great pace to it. Maybe, maybe it's because I watched it at a staff screening at one in the morning and it's three hours yes. long. That yes. might be a factor, Christian. Um, but it did not fly by for me. Um, I wasn't that invested in most of the characters. I thought like um, it was bizarre that like the new 007 woman, if you just she was so boring. If you just get rid of her, have have, her. have Anna Diarmas play the new 007 because she, she was great. engaging. She she was literally her and Felix were like the two best characters that in the whole film. And section I was like, at the I just want I just want to watch them. Yeah, but it's like when everyone's like, oh, give her a spin off and all this. It's like no. Not everything needs a spin-off, okay? That's what they're gonna Let do, some then. things stay like in one film. This is what Bond does. He jets across the world and has one-off little adventures with people and then you never see them again. I, I mean, her uh, her little sort of section in Bond did land her a spin-off, but not a Bond spin-off because apparently she's going to be doing a John Wick spin-off called Ballerina. Yeah, that's and that's fine. I'm okay for her to go and do other things for them to go like, oh yeah, she works as a spy. Let's do that. I, yeah, and I could have happily seen more of her, but yeah, just they're gonna do like some kind to. of extended Bond universe, I think, because yeah, the whole because the whole Bond brand is a bit, it's getting a bit stale. You know, it needs a bit of a shake up now. They can't just cast someone else who's basically another Daniel Craig type and just carry on making Bond films. Can't they? I think that's I exactly mean, what they're going to do. I, I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen. I think they're going to start again. I think they're going to do a yeah, yeah. hard reboot and maybe even start remaking some of the old ones. 2026, wow. Doctor No. Yeah, maybe. I think you wish, Ben. <laughs> I don't because... think they'll remake the old ones. I think they will ne- they'll never go, like, literally go back. But they're definitely... Because, like, it doesn't... It doesn't ma- I, okay, spoilers. <laughs> he dies... Boy, does, does he? But yeah, he like he dead. He ain't he coming back. None of this he's died so off screen dead. bullshit. Like he's so <laughs> yeah, dead. Obliterated. Like there's no hiding in a fridge for that guy. He's <laughs> dead. Like, like it doesn't matter. Like I know there's people like furious that he died. Like oh uh. well, how can you how can you do that? And like, how could there be another one? But it's like Bond's been around for literally 40, 50 years now. Like Sean Connery isn't Daniel Craig. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, but so never dies, dies though, does he? I, I rated he somehow found time to die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I rated that any. I rated that they blew him up. I was like, oh my god, that actually a, a bond ending that isn't just him like, and the mission was completed successfully. And yeah. another another crazy bad guy defeated, shot in the face or whatever, and I'm gonna walk off into the sunset with this girl who's not gonna be here by the next film. Yeah. <laughs> it just bothered me that like they all thought he was a prick and then they all got really sad when he died. I was like, ten minutes ago you hated him. And now you're all <laughs> yeah, like that's Whoa. how the world works. No, but it's like they're all sad because the audience is meant to be sad, but they all didn't like him. I just felt I just felt like you're trying to manipulate me. <laughs> I mean that's what films are then. I know, yeah. I'm not falling for it. <laughs> this is a script. I was I was so convinced. So I'd 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 kind of had it spoiled for me that Bond was gonna die in it, but I was like really gearing up for it to be a fake out where they're on the plane and they do the thing of like last minute she's like, Can I request that uh James Bond be 007 again in this mission? And then they have that like smart blood injected into them and it's like, oh 007 is that symbol. She's that symbol. I was like, 
okay, okay, here we go. So she's going to die and there's going to be a mix up of they get the symbols crossed over and they get it mixed up and Bond actually does survive. And I was like, oh, no, that's why did they bother? Why did they do all that random name change and all that stuff? That was really weird and plot trickle on for another hour and a half and great. blah, 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 blah. The at the end if you stay for long enough it comes up with a message saying james bond will return not 007 yeah, yeah. none of that so like surely that is them saying that's a line under this story we're going to start bond again but he said but uh, like it's not they're not spinning off now i guess which for me i think's a shame because i really enjoy the supporting cast in this film i thought you just said don't do a spin-off no i'm saying no but i mean like i would like to see more bond films with this supporting cast i don't want to see a spin-off i think like you don't need to yeah, I, that's the question actually I had. I would well, they just who cares? Judy Dench crossed over with different bonds. Just who cares? They don't care. No, but like you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. I just would. I you know. I think it would be a shame to get rid of Naomi Harris's Money Penny and Ben Whishaw's M. I think it would be a shame we don't get any more of them. They're not going to do that. Q, the, sorry. The the next film will be someone coming in and they're like watching it and he's like oh it's, it's, todd, it's todd smith and they're like you're james bond now and he's like but <laughs> i wanted to be no 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 you're james bond <laughs> <laughs> no it's gonna be it's gonna be some kind of like 007 like 00 academy or whatever or it's gonna be like oh here's all the double o's and what they get up to and it'll probably be like a tv show and oh here's what 006 did here's what 004 did and now it's... you see what you're doing dan what you're <laughs> doing what your mistake is there is you're thinking about it <laughs> ah. he's just they're just gonna make a new film and bonds in it and no one's gonna say anything because <laughs> that's what they've been doing since happen. 1962 no, but they've never like, killed bond off before they've never done something so gonna, finite they're not to gonna say they're, they're not, not gonna they're say not. what mark my words man they're gonna they're recast not. him and they're not gonna say anything it's just bond. no the the bond brand is is stale as hell now and like people aren't responding to it as much as they used to aren't they well, no, this film did th- pretty damn well. It did well, but I think his kind of appeal. I think that's because it's kind of has moved with the times a little bit, and and Daniel Craig's James Bond is a I bit think because more... it was his last one as well. Yeah, it was his last mm. one, and also like the way it was written. I mean, they got Phoebe Waller Bridge in to give it a script doctor treatment. That you know, they're they're obviously open to different ideas now. They're going to carry on like expanding on that. You know, new new age kind of Bond thing i think they need to revamp it in that way though they've got the momentum now so i think they'd be stupid not to otherwise like the brand's just gonna wither and die maybe though but i don't know that it needs a full sort of rebrand because if you actually watch this film back and think about it he's he has what four uh female co-stars he's in a serious relationship with one of them one of them when he thinks that she's trying it on with him goes oh uh, no you're a bit young for me and then the other two he just works with, like, he, there's no, there's not really any, like, blatant yeah. sexism in this film. That's kind of a thing of the past. He's just settled down. He's got a kid. No, like, exactly. But and that, it worked. Like, but, like, that, that is the, the new Bond. Yeah. But it's it's kind of, it, it's a tough one because it's had to kind of shift and change You're thinking the about it too much, man. They, they <laughs> burnt Bond to the ground with Dying of the Day. And then they waited about five years and just brought him back again. Like yeah, no, because they re- they rebooted, uh, but the whole Daniel Craig's like thing was like a massive departure mm. because yeah. it was taken after like stuff like the Bourne Identity with with the the type of editing and the type of hand to hand combat and stuff. It was very much. I don't think I was actually modern, paying attention. You know? I thought you meant like move on with like not James Bond. 
No, 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 no. They, they, they won't get rid of James, James nah. Bond entirely because he's too much of a big name. But they'll make they'll they need to figure out ways to make him a bit more relevant. So, so your mm. point is that they're just gonna reboot it again, but make it even more fitting with modern times. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they'll. Yeah, Which is I what do, everyone think, else had already said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that. Well, <laughs> I think no. What was said is that they'll just carry on making James Bond films, like, and they won't like they'll just recast another another guy to play James Bond, and we'll just carry on making James Bond films until the end of time. Whereas I don't think that will happen. I'm saying the exact opposite of that. I don't think they'll just recast him. I think they'll really change up the brand and they've got now this is the time to do it. They're gonna really, really like mix things up. And I think I just they don't, don't think do they that. will. I think they'll just do it's just Bond on a spy adventure. They just and he just won't be sexist. Nah, I can't I can't wait for them to like <laughs> maybe, maybe. start throwing in all like the sort of like leftist stuff and get rid of all the sexism. <laughs> they even make things of all this and that and you get all the tweets be like, I don't want double woke seven. <laughs> There will be that kind Fucking of backlash. Up, there, there, there's already that type of backlash against James Bond, but Was there? always, yeah, yeah. People, of course, because Bond used to be this ultra sort of, you know, alpha kind of guy. Alpha male. Wait, in the in Goldeneye, Judy Dench calls him like a sexist dinosaur. That's in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, but, like two decades ago. Yeah, but do you, you realise how long Craig's been Bond for? Yeah, he's the long. He's the longest running Bond, isn't he? Was it like two thousand five? Two thousand six, fifteen years. I didn't realize he'd been Bond for that long. Yeah, it shows, crazy. man. He looks a bit rough sometimes. He looks. I, I think he looked a little age. old in this. Blessing, he looks a little but... bit rough. Well, now now he gets to it's leave. Better than all of us, so we now he gets to leave Bond behind. It's, good shape. it's all in the past, and he gets to move on to being Benoit Blanc. Yeah, yeah let's go. I'm all apprehensive about Knives Out too. I hope it's good. I love the first one. I just uh, it's got Batista in it. It's it's Daniel Craig and Batista <laughs> back on screen together. Yes, uh, and this Let's time, go. Batista's going to break Daniel Craig's nose. <laughs> <Let's go>. <laughs> <laughs> Batista was in uh, um, a, D- a Denis Villeneuve film. Segway. We've got a Segway. Called <laughs> <laughs> Blade Runner. Party. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 He was, in, uh, he was in a little film called June. June. Never heard of it. June. June. Wish I'd never fucking heard of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... tell you, James, I think in hindsight, cause just to go quickly go back to The Matrix, I haven't stopped <laughs> thinking about the new one since it came out. Yeah. yeah that, I was going to mention I, this, Ben. I know and I say. haven't stopped thinking about it might have been one of my favourite films I watched last year. <laughs> June. I've not stopped thinking about the David Lynch yes. June. I think it oh, might right. actually be quite incredible. It's, I think it's better than the new one, man. I've I, lost my head about I am, it. I think it's a real shame that we were like on a bit of a hiatus with the channel when Dune came out and we didn't go back <laughs> and do the first one. It's yeah. the first one, just it's so nuts. It's basically the same film. Yeah, I, well, I yeah. agree. They shove in a lot more at the end, but it's basically like the, the new one's just like the same one, but like grayer and slower oh, it's just <laughs> not like, quite as uh, yeah. yeah the new one the new one doesn't have patrick stewart holding a pug and shouting at people yeah so. me, me, <laughs> that, me and ben went to see dune together with a friend of the show camillo oh. and uh it would be it was the first was it the first time you'd seen it ben no oh no it was the, it was the, right. first time camillo seen it ah that's right it was the first time i'd seen it as well and I'd heard it had been critically panned and it David Lynch had disowned this film and 
it was basically a mess in so many different ways. Sat down and watched it, and that was all true, completely, totally true. <laughs> it was an absolute nightmare of a film. It was one of the weirdest films I've ever seen. However, the point Ben is making as well, um, it, stu- it really stuck with us. And also, I agree about The Matrix as well. That film stuck with me as well and made me think, what exactly was going on there? Like, yeah. What was all that about? That's a really strange film. I, I want to watch it again and yeah. kind of pick apart what the hell happened. And I still want to know the story behind like The Matrix and the production of it all and everything and yeah. how it actually came to be. Um, but yeah, the Lynch version of Dune was just like, it was mad. But yeah, the 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 new the new Dune, <laughs> which was massively critically praised, um, it just left me feeling a bit kind of cold, really, and yeah. a bit sort of disappointed. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is my opinion. People may be watching this who disagree Listening. with me, <laughs> um, but personally, yeah, I just thought it was kind of boring. Dull. Yeah. yeah. Like visually looked oh, absolutely yeah. insanely good. I couldn't like, believe how good it looks. Like the yeah. production's great. Yeah. All the designs for like insane. The, se- the sets and like the ships and everything, it's great. The like everything are, before they hit record is great. Yeah, like I don't quite get how they've done it. Like the ships feel real and the weight yeah. of them like if there's like there's a shot of like a landing gear and i was like oh my god especially in blade runner um the film he did um everything is very tangible and that's something i really like about his directing and it, I, I think i don't know if he uses the same cinematographer or whatever or the same team but his films have like a really distinct feel and everything is very um, it's very tangible in a way that other stuff isn't. Like you look yeah. at something like Spider Man. Yeah. Everything it looks like a cartoon. Everything's unreal. You know, it's obviously a film I'm watching. It's not as grounded as stuff like Dune. Exactly. Yeah. But Blade Runner was exactly like that. So much atmosphere, and it just you know nailed the atmosphere of Blade Runner, the the eighties Blade Runner. Um, but and Dune really had this atmosphere about it as well. It was this very real kind of atmosphere about it all. But, um... One of the things that did really wind me up about Dune, though, mm-hmm. was they're on this planet. They really go into like lengths of like, oh, it's really hot out here. Oh, my gosh. If you're out here for more than five minutes, out suit, you're going to burn. Like You're going to die. You can't possibly be out here for too long because it's so hot. And then they use like the coolest, coldest color palette I've ever seen. Like it's all just really gray and almost yeah, blue, yeah. like just really flat. It's like I, I don't look at any of these shots and think heat. Mm. Yeah. It's, re- it's just really, really unsettling. Not unsettling, but just bizarre. Like, it kind of took me out of it. Because I feel like yeah. it's like, just because you put keep keep telling me it's hot doesn't make me feel it. It, it, it was a weird choice because it was, instead of making the, like, the sun and the sand look hotter, they made the shadows and the sort of shade look cooler. Yeah. So it was like, they, they, they like, really darkened the shadows so it looked cool in the shadows. But it didn't look particularly hot out of them. Mm. Wait, did 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 we not really as a group? Did we not really like like this film, or did no, we? I, we I was quite bored bit, by it. We, I, I, like, I, I pre- liked it, mm. but like it's like fine. But like I don't know. I'm just like I don't know. I was like, yeah, because I, you, you came <laughs> around to it when I when I watched it and kind of came at you with a bunch of 
bunch of opinions, um, you know, negative opinions about the film, you were more kind of swayed because I think at first you were more of the, you know, on the side of the critical criti- critics. Who I didn't really know what to are, think. So I came out of it a bit like yeah. middling and I was like trying to like talk a little bit about it at the time and like, everyone's like, I, 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 I don't know, man. I was, I was going to say like, I, I do remember one of the first things that Ben said as we came out the cinema was, I think I preferred the David Lynch one. Yeah, yeah, ah. definitely, definitely. Mwadib. Paul Mwadib. <laughs> it's, it's just too long. Like, it's, there's not enough happening. It's just a bit slow. It ramps up every now and then. And, like, there are some scenes in that film that are great. Like, I was like, oh, here we go. Like, I was sitting up in my seat and really ready for it. And then it would just dip right back down again. I was like, oh, here we go. Another 40 like, minutes. I could have, like, just, nothing. like, little things. Like, I can't believe... I don't know. It's not. I guess it is. A, I think it is a big deal. Like the doctor who betrays them mm. gets more play in the Lynch one, and it's a better twist in the Lynch one. Doctor Yui's vital to the Harkonnens, not the Harkonnens. I was livid when they started saying Harkonnens <laughs> in the film. Tarkonnens yeah. sounds way cooler. <laughs> like he's just like a crucial part of the plot. Yeah, and he like has no play in the Villeneuve one, and then he suddenly like betrays. Uh, Duke Leto it's like who well, is he but in the Lynch one he gets time and you're like oh I mean, my god what's he done and this I, just, is a- I, was, I couldn't believe it I knew it I got it I felt the way because I knew the plot I I uh, like I will say I have actually seen this film three times now twice Good at luck. the cinema once at home oh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh, why um, would you do that to yourself <laughs> I, I, I mean I, I really enjoyed it um, and I remember, like, before watching it, reading a lot of people's reviews of them saying, like, oh, it's, you know, it's very sort of Lord of the Rings, large, epic mm. scale sort of comparison. So, and I, I can see that comparison. The only bit where it dips for me is that Lord of the Rings is this, it's very long and it's very, like, large scale sort of huge epic thing. But it's an adventure, so they, like move from place to place and there's there's a lot happening all at once whereas be- as soon as they get to um a- is it arrakis as yeah. soon as they get to arrakis in this uh film like things come to a halt whenever there's yeah. not something major happening and I was um, it, it like it, i felt like i had a natural end point and then it kept going for 40 minutes the whole film it's it's paul atreides dreaming of um Sean Young in the in the original Zendaya. He's dreaming. I want to know how much she got paid for this film because she's she's all over the marketing. She's a huge name and she's not in it. She's not in this film. He's dreaming of her the whole time, and then he finally gets to see her, and and he gets to the Fremen, and I was like, ah, there you go, there's your end point, and then it just like totally agree, rambled on, and rambled on, and then they're just wandering, and then it just stops. Like at least in Fellowship of the Ring. There's a natural conclusion where they fight the Urukai in the woods, and then like you left the little cliffhangers, Mary and Pippin are taken, and then the this, Aragorn goes to yeah. chase and Frodo's gone. But this just like whittles away a little bit. I think there's like, a few I points I where I was like, unless oh, I missed something. Oh, nope, I, still I, yeah. I, I do agree that this film feels the the end of this film feels like the beginning of uh, Battle of Five Armies, the third Hobbit film, where. It's like, well, shouldn't that have been a part of a different film? Like, mm. would this oh, not have the been... Sma- the dragon. Yeah, yeah. like, because Smaug flies towards the city at the end of Desolation of Smaug, 
and then they kill him within the first 20 minutes that the whole sort of end sequence of this it's like well shouldn't this have been like towards the beginning of the next film of like oh he's you know he's met the fremen here it is film ends and then the beginning of the next film is him trying to prove to the fremen that he can be trusted yeah because it's like you've started again like he got to the fremen now he's got to learn their ways hang out with them it's like a first act again but it's the end of the film i was like it's very strange what that's very very strange my biggest issue with the film because yeah all these i agree with all your points definitely but my massive massively my biggest issue was just the the characters i found them so incredibly dry and i couldn't care less about what happened to them really <laughs> like they were just all so boring like talking about lord of the rings right and it it's it's filled with characters some of them it comes are very with bites. <laughs> yeah some of them are very serious characters right i mean ben you just made a a reference to a hobbit obviously the biggest characters in terms of you know <laughs> The, the light-heartedness, you know, they bring so much to The Lord of the Rings in that way. Um, but even other characters in, in that film, like, who are quite sort of dry, really, will have... Legolas. Legolas, you know, but, like, one one scene that springs to mind is a scene with, like, Boromir, where he's quite... A, a, he's very stoic. He's a, he's a knight. He's, you know, a serious guy on a mission. And yet we have, like, a few little scenes here and there that hint at that he has something you know human to his character and interested to his character there's that one scene where you know before the crows like find them um the crebane or whatever it's just playing with the hobbits and like they're playing tag or whatever and just he's having te- a laugh. teaching them to a sword fight they're practicing exactly. sword fighting. yeah that's right yeah little things like that that just make you think oh these uh, you know it's not like i want to like relate to them on a personal level but i identify them as you know, people and human beings, basically. Um, or not always human beings, but just have human char- characteristics, you know, that we can relate to and root for. No one in this film had that. <laughs> no one. Everyone was just so, like, nothing. Yeah. Like, no like no one smiled. Like, I mean, no the, one The smiled. only counter-argument is, like, Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa about Jason Momoa's bit. Marvel a character. Yeah. He's not in from... that that much, though. No, yeah. um, he... And that I think was it, weird. He he mm. tells one joke and then doesn't uh, tell a joke for the rest of the film. <laughs> and then like dies. He, he's still he's still he's still kind of, he's still kind of smiley, but like he 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 has that one jab at the beginning of the film, and then there's not a joke for the entire rest of the film. Yeah. Like this, just and that, like even like the Baron's like really dry. Um, Stellan Starscars just like. Very, it's just very dry and very mm. straight. And I was like, the guy in the first, the guy in the first film, the Baron in the first film, is an icon. He's an yeah. absolute. F- oh, J- have you seen the original Dune, James? No. Oh, you'd love it. That's why I was saying, like, I'm gutted. We I, think you'd, I think you'd love it, man. On the channel, yeah, <laughs> I, think I, th- I think I would as well. Oh, I didn't oh, watch man. it, so we could do it on here. <laughs> and like, we will, yeah. we'll, we'll go back to it. We'll get back what to it. What did you I'll say, Dan? Though, just then. What was I saying? Yeah, when Ben was saying how dry the Duke was, you were like, "Oh, and there was this." Um, oh yeah, there was there was another there was another joke in the film where they're all um, kind of um, the Atreides. Is that what they're called? House Atreides. Yeah, yeah, poor Atreides. House Atreides. They're all kind of uh, on show. Their entire house towards the beginning of the film. Um, Josh Brolin's there. They're having a military um, kind of oh, reception yeah. for everyone, and he said, "And Brolin's there with a completely straight face." And Oscar Isaac says, um, 
smile smile really. yeah and he says i am smiling and the oh, joke yeah. is he's got a completely straight face but that's the face everyone has in this film <laughs> not, just josh, not just josh josh brolin it's like i don't want them all to be like cracking jokes every five minutes yeah, it's not a marvel movie but it's like it takes it itself be. so 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 seriously like everything is just yeah. the most serious thing ever like this why should i care about this conflict like on these planets why should i care about the fremen why should i care about house atreides and why should i care about the universe in general there's nothing there for me to kind of grab the, the, on the, the two the two emotions in felt across the entire film is like they go from stoic to angry back to stoic <laughs> yeah exactly like a few, a few of the characters yell and lose their temper mainly dave batista he does a you know he does a nice bit of yelling at some points yeah um but, but it, it's I, unwarranted though like there's one bit where i can't i can't remember what happens but someone <laughs> says something and then he just screams at them and i'm like where the hell did that come from you weren't <laughs> angry a second ago you've just exploded for no reason i was like what is going on here it's all very bizarre Jared, i've sacrificed <laughs> i think it might have been that bit. one thing i will say though is going into this film i was very anti-chalamet as i think i've said before on this podcast I quite liked him. I think I've got past it. Oh, I, my I, God. I actually quite enjoyed Timothy Chalamet in this. Have you and... watched um, Don't Look Up? Not yet, no. It's on my list to watch. He, I thought, like, the film's, like, fine. Like, I, I I, knew what it was, and then it was what I thought it would be. So it was yeah. like, yeah, fine. He's had what... He, he has, like, one of my favourite lines, like, in a recent oh, film. Okay. He, yeah. he about... He asks someone whether they game, and it's, it's just somehow lingered <laughs> with me. <laughs> The he line asks, delivery asks, is good. Yeah, yeah, the way he says it, he just says to some mum, like, oh, I'm Twitch streamer, original Bizarro 427. Do you game? <laughs> and the mum's like, who's told him that I game? It's just like, the way, it's the way he does it. It's really good. Yeah, he was, he was, he was good in that film. That's a um, film. Don't look up. That, that happened. That's worth the watch just to have... There's a there's a bit in that, that film where DiCaprio's with like a Muppet, like a Sesame Street Muppet. And he tells like them like, oh, you're all going to die. And... <laughs> I'm happy the film exists just for, okay. just for that like just for that meme. little bit. I, I, I don't know, man. I just think like, did you need to be remade and come back to after all this year? Like, did was like was there a big fan, enough fan base for this? Because it just doesn't have the same kind of fan base as Scream's got right now. Oh my god! Look at that for a fucking segue. It was awful, but I did it. It, yeah, it wasn't <laughs> your best. <laughs> it wasn't your worst. <laughs> Probably would have been worse, no. Scream does have a massive fan base. Like I, I was expecting, uh, sort of crowds on the uh, sort of the same level as 2018's Halloween. Like it'd sell out a couple screens, but after a week, it'd sort of die down. This film has been so popular, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. not been crazy at my site, to be fair. Oh man, it's been mm. absolutely manic where I am. So Oof. interesting. I can't believe Maybe. it's not got a streaming release. I'm fuming. Maybe, Christian. Don't leave the house. It's been busy because it's really quite good. It's so good. I, I had such a great time with this film, man. Like, because when, when I watched it, there were like, it was in a staff screener. And almost as soon as the lights came up, someone stood up and went, ha, called it. And went, who cares? Who cares? No one needs to know that you were clever. God, I hope they don't listen to this. But who cares? Who cares if you called it? That's not the point. Like, this film was just so much fun for like Scream fans. It's got like the perfect level of sort of callbacks and relating to the first one, but it still is its own thing and like not stands on its own. Like you need to know the other ones, but it 
it isn't just a retread and a rehash of the old stuff. I think the new cast are great. I could have actually done with a little bit more of the old cast, to be honest. I was they weren't in it as much as I thought they'd be, and it's just, it's just I just really enjoyed watching this film, man. And it's been a while since a film has like exceeded my expectations this much. Yeah, like I, I just remember sort of sitting there. I I also saw it as like a staff screening. Um, like it was a really fun staff screening because we were all just like everyone in there was a a very big scream fan and everyone was really into it um there's one point in the film james will know i'm talking about where the the film deliberately just plays with you on when a jump scare is going to happen yeah and i was having the time of my life listening to the people next to me getting infuriated that they hadn't been (laughs) jump scared yet they were like oh come on just please just jump me now um because the tension was so high in that scene but like it finished we all sort of reconvened in the corridor and everyone was like oh what do you think and i was like oh thank god it wasn't terrible i was yeah when, as soon as they were like, oh, yeah, new Scream, and it's coming out in January, I was like, oh, no, why is it coming out in January? I felt the same. It's it's it, They've jumped, dumping it there because it's going to be like just a spot for it. When I did my list afterwards, because I rewatched them all recently, I put this above Scream 2, like would, just under Scream 1. I, 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 I think I'd I put it second. I'd, I'd say this is the best sequel to a Scream not only for its references to Scream, but because the entire meta of the film is taking a dig at Star Wars fans. Yes. There's so <laughs> much commentary on, like, Star Wars fans. What? Oh, yeah. The entire really? meta of the... That, like, there's a huge section where they have a go at people for hating on The Last Jedi and being aggressive fans. And Yo, just... why, why are they attacking me, man? <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell, bro? And it's, it's, it, it's so funny because there's there's huge sections about toxic fandom there's just like a few moments in it where as stuff was kind of unfolding and happening i was like it's been kind of written backwards but in the best way possible so like in some horror films you get things of like oh and then like you know they don't call for help because well you know they they don't they're panicked or whatever there's loads of nice things if they go right so at this point we want them not to be able to do this okay so what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that this happens so that they can't do that and it's followed backwards and it all follows on nice and smoothly there's not really any just suspend your disbelief because it's a horror yeah, film it, it does feel like like as soon as the sort of big reveals happen in the third act as they always do in scream it's one of them where you're like okay so this film had this this is where the writers knew they wanted this film to end so they've written this end and then written backwards but like yeah, how to get there yeah 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 yeah, yeah. To, to make sounds it great. as airtight as possible. Yeah. Sounds good. I'm very interested to watch it. Um, I, I like, well, I know I like the first three. I can't really remember the fourth, um, if it's I like it or not. Decent. I'm a fan of Scream. The first one's great. Oh, first, so uh, good. Great experience where Bunch was went to go. That glorious oh, period when they released so yeah. many great movies in the cinema, like <laughs> Halloween. We all got to go watch the first Scream again. And that, that full, it was a full screening. It was sold out, man. It was great. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> I'm really looking forward. Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> He's gotten overexcited. I'm really, looking, I'm really looking forward to watching it. I can't believe I have to leave the flat to go and watch it because it's not on streaming. I'm furious. Yeah. I'll go and watch it with you, Ben. I'm all right. <laughs> also, the credit music is incredible and very out of kilter for a horror film. Ah, the credits music is fantastic. It, oh, it's a great song. I love the song that plays during it, but it's like, 
if you walked into the credits, you would be like, what the hell has just been playing in here? Because it does not sound like a horror film. Oh, yeah. It's, cool. it's just it sounds like, like two-door cinema club. Yeah, it's just oh. it's just normal black and white sort of credits with a pop a sort of poppy song playing in the mm. background. That actually this uh, anecdote about the credits music actually reminds me of a film me and Ben uh, watched um very recently. <laughs> ben doesn't know what I'm talking about. Um what? we <laughs> we we watched The Faculty have you oh guys ever my heard of god that? you'd I'll love it how. you would both love it it's so <laughs> christine, much fun you, christine you've seen the faculty i'm right? not it's been on my watch list for oh, a while it's great. oh my god right. great well, film it's it, it was a very fun film complete trash it's got elijah <laughs> wood elijah wood in it um lord of the rings era elijah wood so it's, it, is, rings, it is frodo <laughs> <Full on. laughs> but um yeah the whole credits uh, music thing reminded me of faculty because yeah, the faculty has really weird credits music <laughs> that's came from nowhere. Um, it's basically a horror film, bit of a jump scare type type thing, um, and it's really grimy and it's got this like gross atmosphere all the way through. It's about like a high school that's sort of like being without wanting to give too much away to you guys, sort of um, controlled by outside forces. Something is happening to the teachers in this school. Right. Yes. Okay. yes. In this high school, but it's glorious because it's, it's nineties high school America. So it like the film opens with an American high school and everyone's got the awful fashion <laughs> and the skateboards and the school bitch and the goth. Yeah. And it's the breakfast club. And it's like the offspring is playing. And I was like, Oh, the nineties. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, just yeah. like, it's such a warm blanket at the beginning, at the beginning, you know, and it's like, Oh yeah, it's so great. And then, and then it evolves into like a yeah. breakfast club horror film. That does actually sound thing. like something I'd love. Yeah, yeah that, it's that, good fun. It's like trashy, but also yeah. like kind of great. That that whole scene that you just described, Ben, it's kind of what sold me on actually watching the film because I just wandered in while Ben. Oh, was it was watching. classic, <laughs> classic. Like a, a, I said to Dan, it's like a lurking dad was like he was made, he made his, he came in, made his cup of tea, and he's like watching me watch it, and then he's. He stood next to the sofa watching it, then like behind the sofa watching it, and he like perched on the sofa watching it, and then he sat down and put his blanket and joined me. It was very cute. So I was like, very, Dan, very do, you wanna, do you want to come watch this? No, couldn't, couldn't possibly. I'm too busy. Can't sit yeah. down. Couldn't possibly. It was great, great fun. Yeah, I, like those, like that subgenre of like high school America yeah. in the nineties is like such a little weird little thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Faculty is great fun. Um, to bring it back around to <laughs> the point about the credits music, <laughs> it's an Oasis song just from oh, absolutely, yeah. oh, just from absolutely oh, nowhere. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, really so like, good. Upbeat. Quite. It's uh, it's called. I think it's called Stay Young. <laughs> and listen, listen to it if you if you, if you can. Um, it's like a really upbeat Oasis song. Liam Gallagher just in full like Liam Gallagher flow, oh, just from nowhere. Just like, <laughs> that's, the, that's the first credit song. It's like what? Oh, hell? it was great. Oh, it was so great. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of making fun of Star Wars fans and films set in the desert that are really dull. Oh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not going well. Oh. I don't That's know what he's going to say. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea what he's alluding to. No, I have not a clue. Oh, I think I do know actually. It's just Book of Boba Fett's a bit. Boba wank. Fett, That's yeah. Uh, just uh, a bit wank. I haven't watched past episode one. Just, I, I still haven't seen it. I just, just don't care. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, if the reviews are coming out and it was really good, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll give this a look, but. 
before we even saw a second of it, I was like, I, I just don't care about seeing a whole show about Boba Fett. My 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 poor dad is. I think it's like he's quite heartbroken because he was like, you know, he's like waited. You know, he's been with Boba Fett since like 1980. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we're finally going to see about the most badass bounty hunter in the galaxy, and he's just a numpty. <laughs> <laughs> but he always has been. <laughs> no, but like, like, yeah, I guess he has. No, but like, I don't agree. He's, he's like, he's quite that, like. I mean, all the... he does in those original Star Wars films is he stands in a room like doing nothing. And then he gets in one fight, at which point he accidentally gets hit off a barge by a blind he, Han Solo and then hits a barge. No, but he dies. cleverly, he cleverly <laughs> yeah. tracks Han, though, because he knows Han's going to be part of the <sighs> debris on the on the Star Destroyer. But like, he's just like, he has, he's, he's like the joke, you know, the joke is like, what happened? Your balls drop off. Like, that's what happens to him. <laughs> like, he's just an idiot and everybody walks over him in this show. And he's just, it's just like, it's just not Boba Fett, man. It well, just we got our Boba Fett show, didn't we, with the Mandalorian? We with, really you know, did. The badass really bounty did. hunter who, who had, who grew kind of like a conscience because of Baby Yoda or whatever. Like, like literally though, because he wrote it for Boba Fett and he said you couldn't have it. Well, there we go. Fabric. There we have it. But That's now we have a, now yeah. we have a Boba Fett show and it, like, I don't agree that he's like a total disaster of a character. Like they're, they're obviously just trying to try something with him like he he's had his time in the sarlacc however many i think we were chatting about how long it was the show doesn't really tell you maybe it's like a year or two they don't know yet (laughs) exactly he seems to have been in that sarlacc a while and he is a changed man now because of it and he's much more compassionate and much more kind of open to change and everything and it's sort of like interesting but I don't like. I, I don't think Bob, Boba Fett is the character to sh- tell that story with. They mug him off so much. The mayor in this this. Oh, the, we have me and Dan have this running joke of like because they've built the set of this tavern where the yeah. mayor lives because they've built it. They have to keep going back. <laughs> they've got to get their money's worth. Every they've got to get their money's worth of the set. So every literally every episode we make the same joke. They're going to go back to the set because they built it, and they keep going back they to do. the same set. It's because they've got to one-up it. They've already constantly gone back to Tatooine, but this whole thing's set on Tatooine, so they now need another place that they keep going back to. Yeah, and like these characters who are idiots just keep making Boba Fett look like an idiot. Oh, my God. I, however, I've watched some great shows recently. I've I've had a really good run on like TV shows I've been catching up with. Yeah, same. I've I watch good stuff. Like people like Carl, friend of the show, think I hate everything because the things he likes I don't. <laughs> but I watch loads of stuff that I like. Yeah, but Tins Carl just likes everything, doesn't he? Everything that he, he doesn't like. Hawker. He, no, he did not like Hawker. <laughs> he did not oh. like Hawkeye. Oh yeah, of course. Which okay. I just don't yeah, okay. get because it's. It's like Ben said, it's on that sort of same level as most of the Marvel stuff. Like, I you know, when Ben didn't I... like Hawkeye, I'm like, yeah, that's on brand because Ben doesn't like most of the Marvel stuff. That makes sense. But when friend of the show, Carl, was so <laughs> anti-Hawkeye, like offensively against this show, like really hated it. I'm like, but why? It's not that much worse than most of what else Marvel does. Like, like, like I said to him, I don't know what he was expecting. Yeah. It's, a, it's a show set in the Marvel Universe at Christmas with a blind dog, sorry, a one-eyed dog, <laughs> about a character that no one gives, no one cares about him. <laughs> like until this point, literally no one cares about him. And then the show, arguably, isn't even about him. No. It's about setting up his replacement. It's just not very. It's just not very good, guys. I, I it's think just, it's fine. It, it it it's 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 the same thing as Black Widow. The Black Widow film wasn't about Black Widow. It was about setting up her replacement. 
little bit, yeah. The, the, the Black Widow film and this Hawkeye, it seems like treading water. They've gone, right, we've got this character. People kind of know them. We don't have to do the legwork in terms of introducing the character. Let's just do something, you know, let's make a Black Widow film and try and make it halfway interesting. Let's make a Hawkeye TV series and do this and that to it. And, yeah, it's just going to be fine, but it'll keep uh, the Marvel in everyone's minds you know, which, for yeah. a little bit. Which is what I was expecting, you know, when everyone hated Eternals, I can understand why they hated oh it. Oh my god. I, <laughs> I, Did you oh see it, Oh my god, it went on for an eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It went on for an eternity. <laughs> I can't believe I'm coughing on them. All the people at Kaplan, my job, are going to laugh at me because I'm coughing down the phone. Man, they're not listening to this. I, they are, they definitely are. <laughs> yeah. I, like I saw Eternals and I'm so wank. while while it was while so it was terrible. while it was really slow and really boring, I was like, at least it kind of felt like they tried something and it was bad and they should never do it again. But they tried. I actually loved in Eternals there's a bit of Dan where there's a giant hand. Oh, I loved it. I loved the big hand. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> Nothing happens. There's just a big hand. And I was like, oh, it's a great a disembodied <laughs> hand. And now it yeah, now it's no. just in the ocean. Yeah, this yeah. is a big what? hand. Big rock yeah, hand. this is the big hand on the planet Earth now. It's so good. <laughs> what? I kinda wanna watch it now. I just I just see this big hand. So good. They killed my favourite character. That was very upsetting. Especially when I was so adamantly just hating druig and you had a um yeah yeah gilgamesh gilgamesh was spoilers down <laughs> i don't care <laughs> neither did we we watched it i'm more entertained by this conversation than i'll ever be by the film by the sounds of it soon however it had the one of the most hype post credits we've had in fucking I'm ages actually, i'm actually a bit gassed oh. yeah so, like, one of the final... Like, there's one post-credits that goes, oh, by the way, Harry Styles in the MCU. Yeah, whatever. The second one is... Uh, what's his name? Kit Harington. Kit Harrington's character, like, opens up this, uh, like, case, and there's a black sword in there, and he goes to open it, and then you hear a voice... No, goes to pick it up, and you hear a voice off screen say something like, are you sure you want to do that? And then it cuts to black. I did not recognize his voice when I heard it. I was like, oh, I, I feel like I, I can I can kind of, I'm getting a sense of who this is, but I don't know. A couple of days later, they announce that it's only Mahershala Ali's Blade. They're reminding us that freaking Blade's coming and I can't damn wait. I'm so yeah, excited. Man. Kit Harrington with a sword. Let's do it. Something very familiar. About <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're doing it again. <laughs> not only Kit Harrington with a sword, his character is called the Black Knight. Yeah, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> there's a great, there's a bit I left out loud in my screening. Uh, there's a bit where Kit Harrington's character, Dan, says like, he goes, um, I love you, Cersei. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> word for word, there's a character in the film called Cersei and he's oh. in love. That he's dating. <clears throat> Oh, I thought it was really funny. Strange. Yeah, it was really strange and just utterly bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you though, speaking of uh, on that kind of line of superior stuff, Peacemaker's not that bad. You know, it's it's all I've right. Still not seen it. I'm it's really not annoyed. too bad. It's a little bit like I find James Gunn's humor a little bit like juvenile, like just mm, saying dick. 
isn't like enough <laughs> to laugh. But like, I don't know, it's, it's pretty funny. <clears throat> Dick's pretty funny. It is pretty. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about them, they're pretty see, funny. that's the thing with dick humor. It, you got to sit with it for a bit, and you know, it's a real thinker. Yeah, you got to let it like come back around, and like it'll be funny again. Um, it's it's like grounded in a way that's like. I mean, it's not really because the plot's a bit like ludicrous, but like, so my so the best comparison is in the, that awful Black Widow film. There's a bit where she like tumbles down and hits mm. like fifty things, like um, like a pinball machine. Right? Yeah, Black Widow does, and she lands on her feet like a cat and like literally walks it off. Like she'd be dead. Like she'd break like every bone in her body and she just walks off like nothing just like nothing amazing just happened like on screen like the film doesn't address it like we might as well just not had it there's a section in the peacemaker episode where like five minutes is devoted to john cena jumping from like one balcony to another down floors of an apartment block and he's in utter agony <laughs> he's like he's like oh my god oh god oh and it's and it's like he's like in his underwear as well in his tighty whities and i was like yeah it would fucking kill do you reckon that's in response to black widow no i think it's just good writing yeah. I don't know because like the Black Widow thing got made a whole thing of. I reckon I that's know. a little bit. In I don't know. I think it. it's that kind of groundedness and the level of it is I quite like, and it's quite adult in certain aspects of yeah. the fact that they swear, but certain bits of it's a bit more adult. Like there's a there's a not to say too much. There's a bit about some children might need shooting, and it's that's quite adult things like that. I and there's like a racist character in it as well. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So I I think it's I it's it's okay. It's quite entertaining. Um. Like it's a bit like James Gunn. Like the show stops for three minutes because they talk about penises or some sort of joke. Mm. And, but you know, John Cena's very good in it, so yeah, we'll see. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I I really enjoyed uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, uh, I had a lot of fun with that film. Yeah, we didn't talk about that film. We did. We did a whole review of that film, Dan. Yeah, we did. Did we? We did a whole yeah, separate yeah. video just to review that film. <laughs> was that? Was that? We, we edited we, it. You helped me edit it. Dan. Yeah, we we watched it, went home straight mm. away, recorded it. And then Ben edited it and spliced in clips from trailers over the top of it. Oh, in yeah. a few days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should go back and anyway. watch it. But yeah, no. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. So when they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do um, a Peacemaker show um, with John Cena coming back as Peacemaker and James Gunn's going to, you know. Literally, for these three episodes, I don't know about the others. He's re- he wrote and directed them. The way he's spoken about it, it seems like it is a bit of, not passion project, because he's getting paid a lot of money to do it, but very much it's something he actually cares about mm. doing. Yeah. I can't believe it exists. Anyway, we'll leave it there for now then, guys. Until the next one, we will see you all in another year. So it goes well. Uh, I hope Batman's good. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. We'll see. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, I don't know. What do you do on Spotify? Follow us? Share? Uh, Leave us a review and rate us five stars, obviously. Obviously. Do that. Uh, Follow us on any platform that you can. Apple Music, Spotify. In person. Just start following Christian. Just just start following us. And we will uh, hopefully see you next episode. Right. We'll see you in a bit. Bye. 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 Goodbye.